You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith, and I hope wherever you are in the world and whatever you're doing, you are doing very well. You're about to listen to my conversation with a bloke called Luke Fox. He has a new EP in market. It is called Sugarloaf. We talk all about that and a host of other very interesting subjects. So let's cut to the chat with Luke. Here we go. Because the new EP, Sugarloaf, is a beautifully constructed blend of summer sounds, breezy pop, and what I really like most about the album is the manner in which the cuts have been recorded and engineered, because I'm a musician myself, so I tend to listen to that. And also, too, probably the crowning piece on the album is that there is a very honest sound across the EP that gives it a bit of a live feel, which is bloody hard to actually do properly. But in your own words, mate, what does the EP mean to you? Oh, well, and it means a great deal. Um, it's a narrative start to finish, really, um, of the uh, last few years uh, of my life. Um, it's basically a testament to, to home um, and always be, being from the southwest and being drawn to it uh, whilst living in the city for work mm. uh, and you know, your various relationships you have through that time um, and then different decisions you're making and uh, some of the stress it can bring you and, and events like uh, illness in the family as well. So mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of personal stuff that goes in there um, and uh, I guess it's it's it is sort of chronological as well. So you know, whilst I guess the tracks are quite individually uh, have have their own flavours um, and own um, little little vibes, it's very much um, a connected uh, piece of work in the EP. So I, I think that's what I like most about it, mate. I really enjoy the track "Fly in the Champagne," and also notice that all of the other tracks have singular titles, but this one here it's got four words. So what's this one all about? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, look, that one's uh, that one's uh, a track I wrote for a good friend of mine who went through a breakup, um, and he was really struggling. And uh, one day we were out and about, and we ran into his ex-girlfriend with a new guy, and he just sort of oh, yeah. broke down and was having a really hard time. So it was it was rough. Um, so we bailed work um, and chucked a sickie, and um, we end up going on a little road trip, um, and. Uh, you know, um, that was it was an epic, epic little time together. Um, I was in uh, California at the time, um, and he was a, a photographer and working at a bar. So, mm-hmm. should say he chucked some sickies. Um, but yeah, we, we, <laughs> we went on the road and we surfed. Um, and yeah, that track is about spending time with your mate um, to to sort of heal. And uh, yeah, we had it was a little photography surf expedition uh, north from um, from Los Angeles. So it was really nice. So Matt Geo, he produced the EP. So. For those who don't know that are listening, he produced Birds of Tokyo. Am I right in saying that? Yeah, he did. Um, he's worked with some, some great artists um, like Birds of Tokyo, Abby May, uh, Split Seconds as well, um, which I, I really like and, and I like his work with. Mm. Um, and then a number of you know uh, great Perth artists um, You know, every day of the week. He's, he's, a, he's a brilliant guy and very group-based, so uh, he contributed a lot of that to the EP. So what advice did he give to you that you think really enhanced the outcome of all of the songs on the EP. So if he wasn't doing it and the advice wasn't given, what was the piece of advice that he gave to you that really think made his contribution so so unique or special? I think Matt was great at um, just creating a really good environment to record um, this music in. So um, when, we were, when we were mixing um, and bringing a number of different melodies and, and ideas together, um, he just made sure that we were in a really good space together. Um, we had fun. We, we were relaxed. It wasn't, uh, there wasn't any press. Um, we took our time and got really good results. Um, mm. So I think the advice he gave was more about um, 
just creating a really nice environment to work in. Um, and he did contribute some great ideas um, when I would have sort of um, melodies on melodies, and, and he, we really liked the ideas of, of Chase. So, you know, uh, with the, some sort of rather than counter melodies just up and down, we had sort of melody Chase and okay. the sort of cannoning with, with some of the, uh, you know, some of the delay on some of the, the dots, I guess. So mm-hmm. he brought some together some really nice ideas and just... Um, yeah, transform some of my uh, some of the riffs um, and melodies into something uh, a little bit cleverer. I think. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Now you might have already alluded to this in your uh, comments about um, the influences, if you like, the lyrical influences. But I do talk a lot about inspiration on my show because I think it's very important for listeners to know what drives an artist to create. So, what inspired you to create? Not just the music on the EP, but what inspires you to create music in general? Because no doubt you're a talented bloke and you could have done probably a lot of different things, but music is your main muse from the sounds of things. Um, yeah, look, I'm, I'm by trade, I'm a professional firefighter. Um, so uh-huh. it's, it's, a, yeah. it's, very, it's, it's a very different world and landscape to the creative space um, as a musician, but music's something I've always had. Um, I never had a musical education. I grew up in a small country town in southwest Australia, um, on a farm and um, didn't really have any uh, any advice or influences around me to guide me. So I learnt what I uh, what I could hear um, and I'm just self-taught um, and I kept it to myself for quite a long time. Um, and all any anything lyrically or inspirational and, and I guess the, the tones and the sounds and the, the way I want to make music is really a tribute to the southwest. It's a beautiful place and mm-hmm. very much influenced by my environment. Um, and now in Perth, um, with writing new tracks, I'm uh, you know I'm living right on the right on the beach in a, in, a, in a very nice suburb of Perth, um, you know, mm-hmm. in a 1960s uh, beach shack. So um, awesome. I guess yeah, I'm very much influenced by my environment. Um, and and this EP draws to the southwest of Australia for yeah. sure. Um, and what I love about music, yeah, it's um, it's it's definitely a big part to me. And it's only very recently that I decided to put um, be really proactive about. It and putting effort into it and um, that's I guess the result is this EP Look you've mentioned something in there and I know you've mentioned it a few times through the discussion but Western Australia and Perth you know in my view they're the hotbed of Australian music in 2018 I've spoken to Ben Kelly Marksman Lloyd Reams Johnny Taylor and about five or ten other artists there's been a lot easily the most the majority of the interview subjects that I receive are actually offshore so Europe and North America but in terms of Australian artists, well over 60 or 70% are coming from Perth at the moment, you know, with new releases and touring and that sort of thing. What's your take yeah, on yeah. why the scene in the West is so strong compared to the rest of Australia? Because, I mean, I'll put that out there because I think it is. Yeah, oh, it's, it's lovely to hear. I totally agree with you that it's a very hot place right now with some amazing artists making amazing music. Um, the community is... is really tight um it's it feels like it's pretty it's incubated and a little boiling pot and there's so much collaboration and ideas and and, and players playing across different bands um and everyone really just encouraging and supportive environment uh, certainly in perth Mm. um and it's it's only been recently that i'm sort of meeting and networking my way through through the the community here but everyone everyone's bloody fantastic and so talented uh and same for for the southwest of australia you know certainly in small places Anyone creating knows anyone, and whether that's uh, across every media, whether it's photography, film, uh, surfing, art, making music, um, mm-hmm. everyone that wants to you know, share some form of expression um, really supports everyone else in their own space. So I think that what creates great music is an environment to foster it. Um, 
feel the best of themselves mm-hmm. to then to then share the best of themselves. Uh, I, I think it's simply put like that. And there's a great sense of community from smaller places. Look, I've never been up to, to the East Coast or played music there yet, um, so I can't really comment on how that might be different. But to me, I think that, that's sort of what I what I what I look at when I when I look at Western Australia. Yeah, look, I've played music in Sydney before. I'm from Brisbane, and um, I really got the feeling that the bands are probably trying to climb over each other to be successful when it's just not necessary. And I'm not singling out Sydney specifically. I'm saying that's what my experience because yeah, I was a sure. band team. But I've heard what yep, you've mentioned yep. many times about the scene in Perth, which is that people are helping each other just create a, uh, a, a very productive, creative environment. Absolutely, yeah. I think I think it's very productive. All ideas always getting thrown around, and definitely competitive. Over, uh, sorry, collaborative over competitive. Um, mm. You know, to emphasise what you're talking about. I, yeah, I haven't encountered anything of the other kind here. So, um, you know, that's certainly my impression thus far, mate. Sorry, and the industry is yeah. really good too. There's some great. There's some great great managers, management and uh, and promoters, um, as well as the WA Music Association WAM are over here. So, you know, yeah. when, when they get around really talented artists, then they they have those national opportunities, uh, which is great. Yeah, wonderful, mate. Yeah. So I just want to talk about the EP again because one of the things that I, I really found that I enjoyed was the drum and bass guitar work across the album, the EP cuts. Now, they're not dominant, but they often set the mood in a very subtle way by providing a counterpoint to the vocal melody. And the song that I'd use as an example is Ghosts. So can you tell us about the band that you enlisted to record the EP's cuts? Well, absolutely, man. And, um, you know, this, this has my, been my favourite part of the whole process of, of, uh, of sharing this music and creating this project is um, bringing my mates into it and collaborating with them. So, you know, the, the groove um, for that track uh, was from Matt Geo, my producer, um, okay. and he's very group based. And so, so as you say, you're right; it, it's a beautiful counter to, to uh, a melody focus in singer songwriter mode. So, um, you know, we, we can only talk about our ideas, and he just totally gets what we want, what I wanted to create. Um, and uh, you know, I write these songs and, and jam them and perform them with my friends as a band, as a four piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we take that, and then again, the same way he might enhance our ideas, he enhances the groove too. So. Uh, the way Matt records is really clever. Um, it's all with room mics and, and occasionally a few samples and, and, and working things around. And it's, he finds some beautiful tones, I think, um, and, um, and sounds with the drums, uh, which are a percussion I really like. I, he, he spends yes. a, a lot of time searching for, the, for just that right sound. Um, mm. If it's not right, he, he scraps it. So I think that's sort of what, what comes into play as well. And, yeah, he's very clever. Um, he, I guess everything's atypical. Um, and he's with a background of sort of soul and, and groove with Matt. And, uh, okay, Matt's I can nice hear that. The soul. way he blends into yeah. singer-songwriter. So the soul influence, I can um, definitely yeah. hear, yeah. Yeah, and that, that stretched through a, a few of the tracks as well. Um, Bass-wise is a, a very talented friend of mine, Adam Springetti. Um, I, I, one of the most talented humans I've ever met. He's an absolute monster uh, with music. Um, long-time professional uh, playing around Perth um, and he plays plays full-time uh, with, with us on, on this project with new friends which is wonderful um, and he sort of brings those those bass lines together I, I think in reasons when he's playing when we play live it's you know he's playing six things and it just it sounds huge mm. and um, then he play he can be subtle and beautiful as well with other you know more ambient tracks like Ghosts so so on Ghosts is that an upright bass that he's playing yeah, there's it's, yeah. Uh, Ghost is upright, absolutely. Um, there's a cello um, intro to, to Reasons, um, Ghost is upright, and what else have we got? 
uh, obviously electric bass on, on a few tracks. Mm. Um, but yeah, he's very very clever with how he played, and um, certainly play that live. It's it's stripped back, which is nice and sort of a variation from the kind of I guess uh, in the indie alt pop sound that we try and go for otherwise. Yeah. Well, I think I think because of the how when I say earthen, you know what I mean. It's a very down to earth sound that you've got mm. on there. It's going to live a very long life. This this collection of songs here. It's not just going to be a collection of songs that sounds identifiably 2017 or 2018. You know, it was obviously recorded in 2017, but you know, it's a sort of mm. record that you'll be able to put on it, put on and say 10 to 15 years time, and it'll still sound relevant and fresh. And I think a lot of that has got to do with the way it's been recorded and the instrumentation that you just described, and also the songs are bloody good too. So the songs are there. You've got very good musicianship, and you've got someone that was able to capture the songs in the element that they were meant to be captured in. Oh, look, I, I, uh, I said, that's lovely to hear. Um, I, I, I suppose it's normally. Um, yeah, I, I've surrounded some people. Um, so, they are great, talented friends to contribute. Um, you know, uh, yeah. Um, and they're our own flavour to it too. Um, I certainly got to recognise that. I mean, you know, their flavour on and Matt, wonderful, wonderful um, art producer, uh, and Billy Bowden as a uh, as a master did a great job as well. I think. Okay, uh, sweet. I think you got it just right. Yeah, no, agreed. Yeah, no, the whole package comes together beautifully, mate. So, what's what's your ambition for the collection of songs here, mate? I mean, you know, you're a well-rounded individual, and in that you've got a professional career to fall back on. But it's, you know, obviously this is something that you want to take probably as far as you as you might as you can, mate. Is you know, world dominance, Kiss style? Is that an order, mate, or are you just looking for something a bit closer <laughs> oh, to home? <laughs> mate, uh, that's it's that's a really it's a really good question. Um, my uh, my family asked me this, getting worried every day when <laughs> they think about me leaving my career. Yeah. Um, mate, look, I. I'm I'm living I'm all about experiences. Um, if my, my life is richer because uh, I get to, to share and write and perform music with my friends and enjoy having big nights out, um, playing shows, um, being around other artists and, and you know playing support slots for, for artists that I admire, um, mm. you know a couple of festivals. It's been it's been a remarkable addition to my life, and I think as long as music continues to enrich my life, then I'll keep playing it. Um, this EP. You know, I'd certainly be playing some shows around WA and I really intend to make it to the East Coast in the second half of this year. Mm-hmm. And that's just going to be a matter of, um, you know, putting putting the dollars together as a group so we can make sure we, we do it in full. Uh, I don't want to do anything half-hearted. So hmm. I'm going to play shows on the East Coast and, and, and tour the, the EP. I, it, I want, to, want to do it with my boys, um, not as a solo uh, yeah, stripped-back cool. thing. It just won't, just won't do it justice. So... I guess my any ambitions come with um, you know the the normal constraints that exist for anything, but um, we'll give it a red hot crack to to sh- keep sharing the, the the music and and writing writing more tunes um, yeah. and uh, yeah make sure that as, as long as the experiences are rich then then um, we'll keep playing music. Yeah, great great answer to that one there. And mate, I've got one more question for you, and I've asked a lot of artists this particular question here, and I don't think I've ever got the same answer twice. So here I go. What's the greatest challenge that you faced as a working musician or as an artist? Greatest challenge for me personally? Yep. As a working musician, uh, being new to the space um, and having some, some really you know, um, significant opportunities very early, probably prematurely, uh, I would say, is um, just balancing that vulnerability and openness to just giving it a red hot crack and and then and not worrying about things and making sure it stays fun um as long as i, I think for me as 
just to, to, to be confident in, in the expression uh, because it's still a very new early journey for me. Um, mm-hmm. The challenge thus far, but um, you know, the, the, the more um, well, I have fun with my friends, the more the experiences keep rolling on, yep. the more confident I am. I'm in, I'm in the journey. So I think for me, it's just a, um, it's a time kind of thing. And um, as I keep playing and, and, and get more comfortable sharing these songs, I'll be able to deeper and deeper into them it make everything uh, richer. Yeah, great response, mate. And finally, uh, the listeners, how can they get in touch with you? I mean, if, in terms of listening to your music, I mean, there's obviously Facebook, but you're on Spotify, Apple Music, that sort of thing. And if they want to purchase physical copy, how do they do that? Yeah, mate, uh, I, I'm quite happy that I have um, you know, got distribution uh, set up. So you could buy physical copies from via JB Hi-Fi, uh, which cool. will be released at the end of this week. And I'd you know, certainly encourage anyone that, that, that likes the music or, or wants to listen to it to yeah, stream it online. Um, it's going to be available on all you know, good digital platforms. Um, yeah, end of this week and, and Friday. Uh, if anyone wants to chat or give me feedback on it um, or ask me questions, then I'm always happy to answer um, and chat with people via the social media too. Um, it's been really nice to ha- have um, people you don't know to to, to send you messages about how they really enjoyed a song or, um, yeah, how, how, what, what tracks mean to them because, you know, music means everything, something different to everyone who listens to it, I think. So. I think if the listener's looking for a point of reference, obviously I'm, I'm going to play a track of yours um, before the uh, discussion goes to air, so I tend to play a track and then I'll put the interview afterwards and then I'll play another track at the end. But yep. if anybody's looking for a reference, I think yourself and Cody Simpson are pretty similar. You know, from a very different perspective, but... That's what I've actually mm. been doing. I've actually had Cody's music on and then I've been putting your music on at the same time just to mix it up a little bit in a little bit of a playlist. Awesome. Well, I've never heard that before. Um, I really appreciate that, um, man, this, this conversation has been super refreshing. It's been, been great to have awesome. a chat and get some insight back from you as well uh, into you know your perspectives on the EP and, and the music. So um, very grateful for that, mate. Thank cool, you. Cool, mate. Well, congratulations on a stellar EP, mate, and also for being a wonderful musician. And, uh, mate, I'll be looking out for some shows over here in Brisbane or the Sunshine Coast. You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith, and that was my conversation with a Perth-based artist called Luke Fox. Thank you so much for listening.